she's too chatty. CEO, I'm savvy. Respect the bitch, I'm a maverick. Flexible, so elastic. But don't you dare bend the bitch backwards. Fuck a princess, I'm a king. Bow down and kiss on my ring. Being a bitch is my kink. What the fuck else did you think? Fuck a princess, I'm a king. Hello, everyone. Oh my gosh, it is a new month, y'all. It is March 1st. It is March fucking 1st. Where the hell did February go? Let me tell you guys. I'm awake at 647 in the morning, not because I'm responsible and I went to bed and I have to get up early to work, but because I have yet to go to bed. But I have fantastic news. Well, (laughs) Fantastic news for myself. I'm pretty sure no one out there in the world gives a fuck what I do or what I accomplish, but I got a fucking job, yo. This is huge. I've not worked since September. Uh, If anybody's listened to my previous podcasts back in September, I got arrested while I was at work and I'm still actually taking that to trial right now. So I really can't talk a whole lot about it. But I basically kind of just shut down and I quit going out. I basically stopped hanging out with anybody that could hem me up for anything. I didn't ride with anybody in their car because, you know, I don't know what they have in their bag. Do they have dope in their bag? Do they have a gun in their bag? I'm a felon. You know, I can't be around it. Like I basically just started staying at home all day long and put on like 50 pounds because I would just go get dope in the morning come home, do it, nod out, wake up, eat, do some more dope, nod back out. And that's basically been the story of my life since September. And with this lovely just stay at home punishment I put on myself, my depression has been like through the roof. I've had a really spotty like last couple months. I mean, I've probably been broadcasting like my podcasts are all over the place. They have to be. So, I mean, This job is like the first stable (laughs) anything besides my roommate that I have in my life. And it's $10 an hour. So, I mean, check this shit out. Like, I really didn't want to work, but I know I cannot be codependent on another person my entire life. I'm 33. Come on, you know? So I really didn't want to go to this interview. And I'm like, my roommate was basically forcing me. They were like, you have to go. I can't afford myself. No less to take care of you also. It's really hard on one salary to, you know, support two grown adults. He also just works at like a fast food joint, although he is a manager, you know, it's hard. Um, And so I'm like, man, I really don't want to get a fucking job. You know, who doesn't like to sit at home every day and get high? (laughs) I don't care what your drug of choice is, but I'm sure everybody would enjoy just sitting at home and not working you know, come on. So I really didn't want to go to this interview. So I walked in there and I'm like, Hey, yeah, I've not worked since September. I'm going to need at least uh, $10 an hour. And the manager's like, well, why haven't you worked since September? So I told him I got arrested at my last job and I'm still going to court for it. He's like, Oh, okay. And I'm like, thinking in my head, this is the end of the interview. Like that just sealed the deal to not get this job. And I turned around and was like, oh, and I need $10 an hour. He's like, how about we do $10 an hour? We'll we'll match that. When can you start? 
I'm like, well, whoa. I, I mean, I know you guys are hiring and you and you need people right now, but I can only work like four or five hour shifts each day. I've not worked since September. So I'm not about to sit here and work an eight hour shift when I've not stood on my feet for eight hours in months. He's like, okay, let's start you with a three hour shift. When can you come in? I was like, y'all, you have got to be kidding me. I tell him my pay that I want. He gives it to me. I tell him when I want to start. I tell him how many hours my shift is going to be. And he's like just sitting here agreeing with everything that I'm throwing at him. I'm like, man, it is meant for me to get this job. So I got the job. And believe it or not, I mean, I hate it. (laughs) I mean, I don't hate working. I don't want people to think I'm lazy. I'm not. Like the last job that I had when I got arrested in September, I was basically my own boss. Like I did have someone that was higher up than me, but like if I did not get up in the morning and go to work, then it was only my fault at the end of the day when I didn't come home with any money. You got paid per day. So if I didn't work that day, you were not going to get paid that day. The only downfall was it was extremely good money. I mean, upwards of 150 to 200 a day, and you were only putting in maybe two, two and a half hours of work in a 24 hour time period. So, I mean, really the thing that bothers me is, um, I'm a, I'm a crew member at a fast food restaurant. And so I have a team leader, a shift leader and a manager basically breathing down my neck while I'm at this job. Um, And I hate not being my own boss. You know, I don't know if it's like the authority thing where I don't like listening to anyone. Like, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm going to go do the opposite. As immature as that is, that's honestly just my mentality. And I'm 30 plus years old. I don't know why I'm like that. Um, I don't know. Like, nobody's going to tell me what the fuck to do. Like, that is such an immature mind frame. But I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, I don't like having to answer up to someone. Not that I'm doing anything wrong at work. Um, They did put me on the front counter my, like, the fourth hour I was there and gave me my own cash register. I counted my own drawer. And I basically ran um, the front counter and helped with drive-thru. And they were like, wow, we're so happy that you caught on so quickly. And, you know... It's not that I've never worked fast food. I've always worked fast food, even when I was in undergrad and then on to grad school. I mean, I've just always worked fast food because they're easy, like almost disposable jobs, you know, like they're everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And there's really not a fast food place I haven't worked for at one point or another in my life. So of course I knew I was going to catch on quickly. I mean, I really don't feel like any kind of fast food job is that difficult that I wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, but they're like congratulating me. I had such a good time working with you. We'll see you tomorrow. Great job today. Like, I don't know. They're treating me like I'm the star employee and I'm just like, what is going on? So I don't know. I'm like a little worried too. Uh Oh, um, child support in the rear. And that was one of the other reasons why I was working for myself back in September, because it was a cash money under the table job. And, um, now 
I'm sure that because I owe child support in the rear, it'll start coming out of my paychecks. So you can kiss that $10 an hour goodbye because I will never make a paycheck that is fully $10 an hour. They're definitely going to take not only taxes, but a certain percentage for rear child support out also. I know that I've not gotten any of the tax stimulus, um, you know, the stimulus checks they've sent out, like two of them now. I've not gotten either of those. Well, I Okay, I have gotten them, but I have received zero dollars. The only thing I got in the mail was a receipt where they applied it to my rear child support. How kind of them to send a receipt, which I mean, that kind of pissed me off. I know I'm in the hole and I know I owe back child support. I don't like owe current in any in the future. Like this is in the rear, you know, but um, like they could have at least like let me get $10 or something out of the stimulus check. Like <laughs> I didn't get anything. And, you know, the stimulus check was just that like the economy was suffering. We were in a bad place. We've never had anything happen like this before. And. I still did not get a stimulus check. Like, it's just beyond me. I thought maybe they would take a percentage or half or hell. Like I said, I would have been cool with $10 something, but I, you know, nothing. So maybe this first paycheck will be the only paycheck I'll get where I'll have the legit entire paycheck to myself. But after that, we can start banking on the fact they're going to take out money for child support and I don't know how much, I think there's a percentage, but I want to say in the state of Tennessee, they really just do whatever the fuck they want. And like, that is so sad, but I mean, like, who am I, if, if they're taking out more than they're supposed to, like, who would I go tell? Like I'm a felon. I'm on a pre-trial release right now for additional felony charges. Like I'm a drug addict. Like, uh, I owe rear child support. Like, who am I going to call to ask me? Like, no one's going to listen to anything I have to say. You, you know, does that make sense? Oh, it's just frustrating. You know, I don't know. I did feel bad because I had to lie to get this job. You know, a lot of places ask, like, are you a felon? And I'll just write down no. But, like, here's the thing. Okay, so when I used to work at McDonald's back in the day, Okay. I have felony theft on my record. I did not technically steal, but I did pawn stolen jewelry. And so the court appraiser came in and valued the jewelry that I had pawned at like $13,000, hence the felony charge. I pleaded guilty because let's face it, it wasn't a matter of, um, did I do it or did I not do it? I definitely pawned the jewelry. I was there at the, at the pawn shop on the cameras, you know, I wasn't denying that. The only thing I tried to fight was the fact that I didn't know it was stolen, but the courts were very clear. They're like, well, we don't care. And we don't have to prove if you knew if it was stolen or not. The only thing we care about is, did you pawn stolen jewelry? And yes, you did. So, you know, now I have this two felony theft charges on my record from 2011. And I usually have to lie about having a record to get a job. And the last job, not last, when I worked at McDonald's back in the day, um, I also did not tell them that I had any record or felony charges on my record. And when I worked there, they put me on, and I might've mentioned this before in other podcasts, but they put me on front cash register. And the entire time that I worked there, 
Never once <clears throat> was my register short money. Never once ever. <laughs> um, and eventually they did find out that I did have a record, a rap sheet. They found out somehow or another that I was a felon and that I had felony theft charges on my record, although they were not like recent. Um, I still have a record and the manager came up to me and she was like, you know, I really want to apologize because if you would have told me that you had a record, I wouldn't even have considered hiring you. Like I would have just automatically looked over your application and moved on to the next applicant. And I, I never would have thought twice about it. And she was like, but you've been working here for this amount of time and you've never had a problem with any kind of theft in the restaurant or your drawer ever being short money. And like, I think it was kind of nice to hear somebody like self check themselves. You know what I mean? Like how quickly she would have jumped to conclusions and, you know, formed an opinion about me, something that happened a decade ago. And so like hearing her like say, Hey, you know, I'm sorry, I judged you like that, or I would have judged you like that was like really refreshing. So, you know, I got this job now and I lied about it, told them I don't have a record and here I am on front register again. And, um, well, we're not having any problems with theft because, well, I've never actually had any problems with theft, <laughs> not at least in the workplace or, you know, the cash register being short. Like you got, you can't fuck around with that shit. You know what I'm saying? You cannot steal no money out of the fucking cash register. I don't care if you're an addict or what, like that's some serious shit. Like, I don't know. The thoughts just never crossed my mind. Like, don't get me wrong. I see those onion rings that are falling on the floor. And sometimes when I'm hungry, I'm like, shit, should I pick one up? Do you think anyone's going to notice? But I mean, no money out of a register. Do you feel me? I mean, I know people do it. I just, I can't, you know, and what the fuck? I'm already in trouble. Like I'm really not trying to get in even more trouble than I already am in. So, okay. But I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I just want to tell y'all I got a fucking job. <laughs> Yay. You know, here's the thing though. I'm having an issue because, well, let's remember folks at the end of the day, I'm still a drug addict and I have a current active addiction. I'm currently actively addicted to heroin. And so, boy, let me tell you, it's a motherfucker right now. So basically I get up in the morning, I go hustle, whatever I can pawn legally, <laughs> sell, um, whatever kind of work I can do, uh, anything I can come up with, ask money from my roommate, you know, whatever. Okay, so I get up in the morning, find a way to come up with some money. Then you got to find the dope man, which he's been not good, you know, on and off, on and off. I, I definitely know I've been giving podcasts about that before. So, I mean, oh, if my normal dope man is good, go see him. But if he's not, you got to go to your plan B dope man. And finally, you get the dope. Then you got to come home, pick up your roommate from work at 2 p.m. because he's been there since 6 a.m., bring him back home, get in the shower. And then I go to work at 3 PM and stay there till 8 PM. And I mean, it's just like, oh, fuck. It's an all day ordeal. And it's a lot. And I know like, actually, you know, I'm kind of afraid to get my first paycheck. Cause honestly, like I know what I'm going to spend it on. <laughs> Let's be real. 
Like I'm going to probably take the majority of it and buy dope. But you know, I feel like if I bought a lot like in bulk, you know what I'm saying? Then I would have it every day. And at that point it would just be maintaining. And so like the days now where I get up in the morning and I'm having to like hustle up money to go get dope, like I won't have to do that. So I'll have like the morning off to relax or do errands or go shop, you know, do whatever I want to do until I have to be there in the afternoon. You know, I just, I fucking, man, it sucks to think that I'm basically going to be keeping a job to, you know, (laughs) basically support my habit. I'm working to support my habit. And that really sucks because how will you ever get anywhere in life? How will you ever move forward? And I guess the answer is you don't, you know, addicts either, you know, it's no different than, and I've heard it a thousand times, you know, we either die using drugs and overdosing, we die in jail, you know, or we die based on circumstances that surround the drug world. I mean, I've never seen anybody that's been in active addiction come up and flourish, you know? I mean, let's face it. I don't really see a whole lot of heroin addicts that own their own home and have a private jet and they have all their um, college, uh, you know, loans and, and stuff paid off and you know, like you don't see any kind of addict and active addiction really making it anywhere in life for a reason, because that is the only thing that you focus on. So like, it is a little, like, I am excited that I'll be able to pay for my own habit. (laughs) I mean, really, I hate getting out there and hustling and I hate asking my roommate because after all, he is not the addict I am. So why is he giving me money so I can get high? you know, giving me his money. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. So, I mean, I'll be happy that I can support my own habit, but I'm just really concerned that like, I'll literally just be working to buy more heroin. And that's just going to be an endless cycle of nothing (laughs) at all. So I don't know. Anyways, I don't want to get discouraged about the job. I'm going to stay positive. I fucking hate it so bad. I hate mopping that fucking lobby floor. People in there are so dirty. Like those kids come in and they just be throwing food all over the fucking place. Like, do your kids not have manners? But I mean, stay positive. I'm at least active. I'm not like laying in a bed. I mean, I was laying in the bed like 20 hours a day and I'd sleep 20 fucking hours a day when I was not working. So, I mean, at least I'm up, I'm moving. I get a free meal every day I'm there. And I mean, they have got some good food where I work and, you know, I'm building trust and a little bit of independence with my roommate because as an addict, I've done some really fucked up things to him. And so, uh, yeah, basically this was the best thing that could have happened. So I don't know. Um, March 1st, huh? St. Patrick's Day is coming up. I am um, every year I uh I have a tradition that I kind of picked up from my mom and my mom's no longer here. I miss her every literally every fucking day. Uh but my mom used to say if we if you have to make a holiday, you have to make the holiday. If if you don't celebrate and you don't put out decorations, it's just like every other day of the year 
And I never really understood that like when I was little, but I understand now. And so my mom used to be really big on making wreaths like for the front door, like W R E A T H S wreath wreaths. <laughs> I'm having a hard time saying that. Um, and so I'll go to like the dollar tree and I'll buy, um, I'll buy their little cheap dollar flowers and I'll glue them on a wreath and I'll hang it on the front door and I'll make one for every holiday and it's real cute and all. And, uh, so, I mean, I can I kind of do that now every holiday. I put out like little decorations around the house too. You know, my roommate's an atheist. And so any holiday that has any kind of, um, higher power involved, like, uh, Easter, Christmas, um, well, basically all of them. He hates all holidays. He, and honestly, I think he's just fucking lazy that he doesn't want to put out the decorations or go to family parties because then he has to dress up and he doesn't want to have to maybe cook something and bring food with him. And I mean, really, I think he's just lazy, but he doesn't really get into any of the decorations. But I mean, I keep hoping that if I, like, if I keep doing it, like maybe it'll start like growing on him. You know, I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, guys are weird. I don't know. The only thing he really cares about is his computer games. So, you know, whatever. But, um, I have a wreath I'm working on. I made it last year, but where I stored it poorly in the garage for the last year. Oh, man, it's in such bad condition. Like, it was right in, hanging up right in front of the garbage can. So, like, every week for the last year anytime we pulled the garbage can in and out of the garage it hit the wreath and pulled flowers off of it and I even had like these little shamrocks on it too I mean it's real pretty so now I'm having to like go back and re-hot glue on the flowers and the fucking shamrocks and shit I'm, I put on it and so I mean I guess I'll do that today um I think uh I think my dope man's leaving to go out of town again fucking today. And, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I did see him last night. Um, and he was like, it's about to be over. I'm like, what is about to be over? He's like, I'm about to run out. And I'm like, okay, are you not getting any more? He's like, well, yeah, I got to leave state to get it. So I'm going to be gone for at least a week. I'm like, you know, here we go, because the whole week that he'll be gone, I'll be so sick. Oh, it's fucking awful. Now I have the job. I don't know what I'm going to do. Quit doing the dope. That would be the easiest solution, you know? <laughs> I, I hear you guys screaming. I, I hear myself yelling at myself. I mean, I, I get it. Think of all the problems. Think of all the problems I've talked about just since I've been recording. I mean, it's a lot of shit to fucking deal with. <clears throat> so, you know, I saw him last night. He said he was almost out. He like made it sound like if, um, he's like, I just have a little bit and it's whoever gets here first gets what I have left. So like I did a hundred miles an hour across town to get to him and I did get what I was going for. Um, but then when I was pulling away, I was like, so is this it? You're done. Are you leaving? He's like, well, call me tomorrow. If I answer, I'm still here and I still have some. Well, motherfucker, you made it sound last night like you were literally 
running out like in the next minute. So, I mean, I guess I'm going to try to call him at 1030 when he wakes up and I, I don't know where I'm going to get the money from, but I'm going to try to get something else if he has anything left, you know. If I was smart this week, I would have put something up every day this week that I saw him so that now when he'll be gone, I have something to hold me over until he gets back. But, you know, the problem is most days I, I barely even have enough money to get just enough to barely keep me well. Like, um, I'll have just enough to get me by, like not enough to to get me by and put some up like it, it's it doesn't work like that i don't ever have that much money and the worst part is y'all my habit's a 60 dollar a day habit i don't want to say it's just 60 dollars. 60 dollars is 60 fucking dollars i understand that that six times seven is 42 so that's 420 dollars a week i spend on heroin times that by four that's 1600 dollars a month i mean that's a that's a healthy habit <laughs> um but, I mean, I could probably make it on $30 a day. I mean, even then, what are we looking at? 30 a day, 7 days a week, that's 200 times 4, it's 800 a month. Okay, so we cut it in half. But, I mean, y'all, most days, I don't have the $30. And it's not just $30. It's You have to have the $30 to give the dope man. I still need a pack of cigarettes. That's $7. I'll need gas money in the car, not only to get to work, but to meet the dope man. So that's probably another 10 plus food to eat. If you're eating at home or drive through, you know, it's either getting groceries at the store or drive through. So that's, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's not just the $30 a day is all that I spend or $60 a day is all that I spend. I spend probably like upwards of a hundred dollars every single day just to basically like live and maintain you know it's fucking i don't know some days i don't know how i do it i really don't i know i've done a lot of really shitty things to some probably well i don't know i don't want to say good people you know because if they're using and they're in the same junky world that i'm in i, I mean i just to be honest i really haven't met a whole lot of great people that use drugs there's some that still have respect for themselves and you know what I'm saying? But it's rare. Most of them don't even, I have a lot of friends that don't even shower. Like, um, this one girl I'm friends with, she, uh, she, she doesn't have, I guess, custody of her son per se, but she sees him every day. She takes him to school Every day, she gets up in the morning and, and goes over to her Nana's house where her son stays. And uh, she'll uh, she'll get there at like 5 in the morning. Well, he doesn't go to school till 7. So, um, from 5 to 7, she'll sit at the house and make sure that he's up. Make sure he's ate breakfast. And then drive him to school. But, during that time period, her Nana owns a house. Although, my friend is homeless and lives in her car. Um by choice so that she can use drugs uh her nana has a house where her son stays with a shower and clean clothes and i'll say to her i'll be like damn girl like you're starting to smell when was the last time you took a shower and like it, she looked at me real serious and was like probably two months ago most days i just the only thing i worry about is getting my next fix and 
and trying to stay high. Like her goal is to stay fucked up, not even just to stay well and functioning. Her goal is to stay, to stay fucked up all day long. And she's like, and since that's really my main focus, I just don't ever have time or the want to take a shower. <laughs> now, listen, y'all, I'll be goddamn if I go two months without a fucking shower. That is insane. Like that, I, a lot of the friends I have, friends, junkie, using buddies, man, I don't know how they get to the point where they're at in life. I don't know. Like, I still feel like. Oh, I know I've hit rock bottom, but I still feel like, man, I could just never get to that point. Like, I would never be homeless by choice and live in my car just so I could get high. Like, I would never, um, I would never date a guy just so that he could feed me drugs. Because guess what? Most likely, that's a domestically violent relationship and he's going to use those drugs and hold them over my head to get whatever he wants. But she does. My friend does. And, I mean, oh, man. I don't know. I don't judge. I just, I don't know. So, when I say it's hard to find good, legit people out there, I do think maybe sometimes she has good intentions. But because drugs always come first, I am always second. So, even when I think maybe she's, like, legitimately my friend, like, say I'm like, hey, girl, my car broke down. Can you come help me? She'll say, oh, yeah, I'm on my way, but really, she's not going to come help me until after she finds her next fix. And then maybe, if she has gas money and time, then she might come help me. Does that make sense? So, I mean, I feel like maybe she could be a good friend, but not right now while she's using. So, you know, I don't even know how I got started on that. Can you imagine, like, your personal area, like, I'm not talking like STDs or nothing. I mean, just straight like sweating and sitting in a vehicle all day for two months and, and probably the same underwear or no underwear. You feel me? Like, can you imagine that odor? Oh, and she has a boyfriend. Like they have sex in their car, like every fucking day. And he does not shower either. He is homeless also in her car. I mean, shoot y'all. I just don't know. I just don't know. So, is anybody doing anything for St. Patrick's Day? Does anybody drink? Does anybody drink green beer? Applebee's used to serve dollar green beer on St. Patrick's Day. I mean, this was a long time ago. This is when I was in my drinking days, before the heroin. So, I was probably 21, 22. I didn't start using heroin until I was 24, so... Um, man, you know, the green beer tastes like regular beer. They just put food coloring in it, but your teeth would be green and everything. Oh, it'd be kind of fun to drink green beer and go out, you know? I don't really drink now, though. I mean, I, I haven't had a... I think the last time I had a tall boy, I had one tall boy and went from being sober to fucked up to hungover in, like, two hours. Like, I went through all the stages... Drunk, you know, fucked up, throwing up, hungover. Oh, it was bad. And like a couple hours, I don't know. I guess where I never drink, it hit me fucking hard. And then I sobered up just as fast as I got fucking drunk. It was a little crazy. So, I mean, I've not drunk since then. And I don't have any plans to drink on St. Patrick's Day. But, I mean, I'll still wear a green shirt or green something. 
Because, you know, that motherfucker's always going to pinch you if you don't wear green. There's always that one person. But, um, I guess that's it. God, this is a long post. It's 32 minutes. I'm going to let y'all go. If you even make it to the end, thank you for listening. You know, I tell everybody that I really just do these podcasts for myself as kind of like a bit, like a, um, audio diary. But if you guys are out there listening, I mean, it gives me more motivation to keep, you know, to get on here and keep track of what I'm doing. And I appreciate any support or hatred you have. Let's keep it real. You know, I'm sure, uh, any negative things you guys may be saying about me is probably justified. And, and don't think, I don't think what you're thinking. I do. It's just, you know, that addiction always comes first. Even when it doesn't make sense to y'all, it don't make sense to me either. But, you know, I still do the shit I do. And, um, I guess I'll check in soon. I don't even know when Easter is. I'll probably, you know, I'll, I'll make another podcast soon. I'll, I'll check in and, and let you know how this new job is going. Maybe when I get my first check, well, that's two weeks. I don't know. I'll talk to you before then, but y'all have a good March 1st and everybody, hopefully this month is better than last month and I'll talk to you later.